Grab your Reese's Pieces, everybody. E.T. Podcast. <laughs> you are all clear. I'm Molly. <laughs> I'm Cheryl. And I'm Ashby. <laughs> Welcome aboard. Please keep all hands, arms, legs, and feet inside at all times. Podcast, you are all clear. What is the official name of this ride? E.T. Adventure? E.T. Adventure. Simple, to the point. And I understand exactly what we're doing. But to me also, this is the same as Peter Pan Flight. Like, shouldn't it be E.T.'s Adventure? Like, whose extraterrestrial (laughs) adventure are we having? And it's not even, like, the E.T. Adventure. No. You're right. We're still, we keep running into this weird (laughs) grammatical thing with rides. I'm having this a hard one was, time. <laughs> for sure, this one was like the everything was done. Plans were like stamped approval. And then they were like, oh, shit, we need a name. And it was like the last guy that was in there like cleaning up the coffee cups. And he's like, uh, E.T. Adventure. Yeah. And I'm like, great. Yeah. <laughs> it was written up on the chalkboard and someone raised the S <laughs> right. on accident. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, it was always just like the pre, like the pre-planning name of it. Just like the placeholder name. And then right, they yeah. like the code names. Through. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah the, they didn't notice until the sign was being put up, and they're like, wait, that's... Oh, shit. Yeah, they're like, well, I'm just... Like, back away slowly. <laughs> like, <"Ooh." laughs> it's like, wait, let's get into grammar. Can initials be possessive? Can you have a period, then an apostrophe? Yes. I don't know. Oh, let's just God. scratch it. Yeah. <laughs> that's definitely it, for sure. I would have been like, I'm out. Yeah, just... we'll be like, how do we marquee this? Right, right. <laughs> yeah, now that's, that's bothering me. I truly right, thought like right. this one definitely makes more sense than Peter Pan, but it doesn't. Yeah. It makes makes worse sense. Yes, <laughs> less sense. It makes the exact oh same sense, which is none. <laughs> which is You're making right. it feel worse. <laughs> oh. So what is ET Adventure? <laughs> <laughs> 20 minutes later after we uh, went over the title. Oh, right. So I want to, I keep wanting to say the E.T. Adventure. So <laughs> E.T. Adventure is a um, dark ride, a slow moving dark ride in Universal Studios, Florida. Um, it used to exist in Hollywood and Japan as well, but now the only remaining version of this attraction is in Florida, which is pretty sad. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, it is. It is. We'll definitely dig into that but it is based off of the blockbuster hit from 1982 et men in black oh (laughs) (laughs) damn it got it messed up close though close 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 close. i mean i mean they're not that different really oh okay let's just keep on going so, uh, E.T., what, the official, yeah. okay, now that we're talking about titles, though, the movie E.T., is it officially E.T. Extraterrestrial? I think it's I think it E.T. Is. The Extraterrestrial. Yes. So why isn't it Tet? <laughs> Which is funny because actually you're saying Extraterrestrial, The Extraterrestrial. Yes, weird. Universal, weird. figure it out. Right. right. I blame well, they, Spielberg for that one, though. Yeah, 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 for sure definitely steve's fault yeah come on Um, steve and speaking of steve (laughs) let's uh let's bring him on the phone (laughs) 
Hello. Hello. Oh. <laughs> what? Your voice sounds a little weird. Oh. Hello, friends. It's me. Oh, hi, Steve. Steve. Hi, Steve. <laughs> Call me Steve Spielberg. Okay. <laughs> Who here was a fan of the movie E.T.? Raise your hand. Ah. I don't see any hands. <laughs> <laughs> My hand is up. Oh, it is. Uh, yeah. I'm shaking it like a, a meh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think this was like because of the the year that it for me personally because it came out in 82 and, you know, I wasn't born yet. Uh but like I think because of when it came out, it was like one of those things that like I saw later as like a on the television movie and mm-hmm. it was like, "Oh, okay, that's cool." But it wasn't yeah. like a you know, I don't know, it wasn't like a it wasn't like a, I need to go and see this all the time in repeat type of thing. But I think that's interesting because you definitely knew what it was, though. Whether or not you were, like, obsessed with it, maybe. But you, it was a, E.T. is a household name. Yeah. Like, through the 80s. Oh, yeah, yeah. 90s. For sure. For sure. And I think it was one of yeah. those things is, like, my, my parents probably were, like, my mom loved it, so therefore she wanted to share it with me type of thing. Yeah. You know, that one of those. Yeah. I remember enjoying the parts that I was watching when it was on but never wanting to watch it because it felt like it was two days long back in the day like it felt like oh, the yeah. longest long. movie yeah. ever it did it's a two it's, exactly a, it's a about. two hours so if you compare oh, that to like man. the others which are typically around an hour and a half that is a long movie it's no double VHS but right Titanic or Scarface those are the only two that I could right but I just remember it feeling so long, but loving, like, the parts that I remembered. That, and I had a friend growing up who was horrified of E.T. because they thought they had this dream that they got old and were smoking, even though they didn't want to be smoking, and it okay. made them look like E.T. Okay. So this is more of a smoking nightmare. I think so, but, you know, the yeah. shriveled, you know, the pictures they show you of, like, yes. if you smoke for years, you become right, a shriveled right. old person. Yeah, I've been through D.A.R.E., I know those photos. That's funny. Yeah, those photos look a lot like E.T. Yeah, they do, actually. <laughs> That's amazing. I I also uh, was terrified of E.T. growing up. <laughs> and I think it's because I also had a... This is, I thought you were telling this about me when you were telling this <laughs> oh. story. Until about smoking. Um, that wasn't me. But... Uh, I think I also had a dream, but it was like a fever dream that E.T. was in. And I think that just scarred me, like a true trauma. Um, Yeah, my older, I hung out with like some older cousins when I was little and they watched it all the time. And I think it was like just a little too, I was probably just a little too young to watch it. It was like too intense Mm -hmm, for me. mm -hmm. Like the imagery was too real or something. It wasn't, I was, I wanted to watch a cartoon. I don't think I was ready to see scarier images right in real life so yeah i can't tell you the last time i don't know if i could have ever seen it all the way through if i'm being totally honest i i feel like it was like just within the last few years that i was like you know what let me go back and watch this all the way through and i definitely hold up? i definitely will say as an adult you appreciate it a lot more i think also as an adult growing up in the 80s it, it there's a lot of nostalgia to it as well because some of the stuff okay. you see the brands that pop up, like things like that make you, you know, as, as they're doing to like, it's like a stranger things kind of thing where like, they're yeah. just, they're just tapping into that market. And when you watch that, you're like, Ooh, this is like, this is great. I love it. It takes me back. 
also the music for me. It's John Williams. Like, yeah. My obsession with him. Uh, the music in this movie is just fantastic. We went to go see John Williams. Uh, we see him. We've seen him every year since we moved out here. But last year when we saw him, Steven Spielberg was there. And Steve. Yeah, Steve was there. Steve, are you still with us? <laughs> yes. Do you I, remember? That was a good night. Yeah, that was, that was a, good a fun. Night. That was fun, wasn't it? Uh, <laughs> and um, he, you know, did a couple different things with Indiana Jones and whatever. But E.T. then came up and they did like a whole scene with with um, without the music and then did it with the music. And it was kind of cool to see the two, like just to see how impactful music huh. is to a film. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it was really cool. Okay, movie production question that you guys may not know, but I'm just curious. Was E.T. like a Muppet? Not not brand, not he wasn't like um, a Muppet, but was he like a puppet then? Is that how they did that? I th- or was that like a man in a suit? Um, I remember somebody talking about this, and I'm pretty sure it was a Puppetry. animatronic type. Okay. Okay, it says a stunt puppet. Stunt, so, stunt puppet. No. Wait. They had a they had a fill in like a, <laughs> a stunt ET and the real ET. Wait, what? Yeah, they hired stunt? multiple ETs for sure. So it was it was some version of a puppet, right? I don't know. Because now I'm thinking about his arms, and no way that was like a person right, in a suit. Right. <laughs> I feel like his like because especially there's some close ups of his face. I feel like those might have been like animatronic, but then maybe everything else was. I don't know. I don't. Because at the time, last time I saw E.T., I had no concept of, like, movie making. I was just like, oh, right, that's an alien. Okay, <laughs> like, it's just... the E.T. puppet was a conceptual wonder. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's I its know. official title. It, um, it did have an animatronic puppet element for certain scenes, like in Elliot's room, but... And he was bolted down, which made it really hard. So then they also had a separate puppet that wasn't an animatronic. Got it. So if something's an animatronic, that means there's there's some sort of techno technology component to it. It's it's yeah, it, right? it's like an an. Okay. I think the, what's the term? It's like animated um, electronic. Yeah, something probably I think it's something <laughs> like that. Yeah, as opposed to a puppet that you're someone's in there like pulling pulling and pushing levers or whatever in order to get something to move. I think about the puppets a lot in the Festival of the Lion King show. Those are puppets. Those aren't right. animatronics. Those are, yeah, yeah. But they still, they have, they move in the way an animatronic would. They just aren't animatronics. They're puppets. There's like someone inside making Simba blink or making him dance. Like, um... So there definitely was an animatronic version, and then there was, like, a character where somebody was inside of it. Okay. And, fun fact, um, Steven Spielberg told Drew Barrymore that it was a living, breathing, real creature. Oh, uh, <laughs> so perfect. Steve is... Boiler Steve, <laughs> can you chime in on that one, please? <laughs> yeah, when... I traumatized him. <laughs> When he dies at the end, those are real tears because she really thought he died. Oh, my God. And then begins the spiral downward of a normal child actor. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. And she turned out pretty okay. She did, yeah. She did. did. Uh, This is a great little fun fact that I just found because it applies to stories that you both just told. It says the major voice work of E.T. was performed by Pat Welsh 
she smoked two packs of cigarettes a day, <laughs> which gave her voice a quality that the sound effect creator liked. <laughs> ah, that's amazing. It all comes full, full circle. Look at that. Full yeah, it did. circle. All right, so, yeah. Can you imagine that poor woman's voice? Like, hello. <laughs> oh, God, love her. Oh, speaking of, guess who we have on the phone, everyone? Pat Welsh. <laughs> oh, Pat. Welcome to the show. Hello, everybody. <laughs> I don't Good know why I have again, a New Pat. York accent, but that's what you're going to get. <laughs> I'm just going to act like this is E.T., yeah. the actor who played E.T. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, Pat, that's enough. You can go away now. Bye. Go away, go away. All right, go goodbye. Away. Goodbye. goodbye. <laughs> Anyways, E.T. the movie... <laughs> So, so E.T. the movie was a blockbuster hit. Um, the movies in the early 80s like don't release the same way movies are released now. Um, so it made a, a ton of money for its time. And because of the demand, it en- actually ended up staying in theaters a lot longer than, than most movies stay in theaters mm. um, now and definitely back then. So it was... We were saying earlier, E.T. was a household name. I think it 100% was. Like, every kid saw it. Probably every family who had a VCR owned a copy of it through the 80s. The same thing. So, yeah, it was a very big deal. So, in the late 80s, when Universal Studios was planning their Florida park, they they very early on knew that E.T. was going to have to be a part of it because they needed some more family-friendly attractions. And so, mm-hmm. that was the beginning of E.T. Adventure. Smart. So uh, let's see. So Universal opened in June of 1990. Um, they opened an ET out in Hollywood Universal Studios the year after, and then many years later, actually in 2001. I guess not many years, but that, feel, that Ten feels feels like after right. Ten years and one turn of the new millennia later um wait they <laughs> right 2001 that's the yeah. first year yes yeah. it is it was just funny that it was life. like instead of like 11 years it was 10 years and one. Oh, well steve you know has a flair for the dramatic oh, of course so. yes of course that was steve talking oh um, i see <laughs> so i get you guys mixed up <laughs> so japan got their version of et adventure in 2001 um, so a couple, speaking of Steven Spielberg, though, so Steven Spielberg has a long history with Universal, the movie studio. Mm-hmm. Um, four of their biggest hits were four of his biggest hits. Do you guys happen to know what those are? Jaws. You, Ooh. Jaws, yes. Uh, Back to the Future. Back to the Future. E.T. E. And the last one. Oh. Um... So this last one is is at Universal, but it didn't open with Universal. That's a hint. Oh, let me think for a second. Hold on. Amblin, Amblin. What else did they do? Another good movie soundtrack. Oh, my God. Jurassic Park! Jurassic yep, Park. Yep, 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 Yeah. I love when you sing. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so Spielberg and Universal go way back kind of um, just in their partnership. And when they were putting their movie studio together, Spielberg was brought in for some conversations to say like, hey, like we'd like to use your movies for some um, attractions. And he was a little bit, I guess, just very unfamiliar with the concept of like theme park attractions based on movies. So he was not very comfortable with it. But a good friend of his was uh, an engineer on the 
project and he saw what he was doing with the uh, the King Co- the confrontation ride and he was really impressed and he said mm. okay well yeah let's let's start this partnership so once Spielberg was involved he actually then had another meeting with another good friend uh, a, a young man named George Lucas Hey-o. you guys familiar with him oh yeah uh, slightly and Lucas was currently or just actually wrapping up a partnership with opening up Star Tours out in Disneyland. And Mm. he was like, oh, gosh, Disney's the coolest. And look what they did with my movies and blah, 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 blah. You can do anything with a motion simulator. (laughs) So (laughs) then Spielberg came back to Universal and was like, I think we should do motion simulator for Back to the Future. (laughs) (laughs) And then they did. And that's for another episode. And then they did. Um, But but the, the... project that Spielberg was most excited about in the new Universal Park was the E.T. ride. He just had a lot of like opinions on what it should feel like, what it should look like, and all of those things. So he was pretty involved with the E.T. adventure. I'm sorry, E.T. adventure. No, no, yeah, E.T. adventure. E.T. adventure. Um, I, one of the things I loved when I first came out and did the uh, Universal tour, like the backlot tour here in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. It's like they're pointing out all these like cool things, sound stages and this, you know, Will and Grace is being filmed over here and blah, 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 blah. And then like as we're driving through all that, I look over and there's like, I think it was like two or three, maybe four parking spots that all just say Amblin Entertainment on them. And I was like, oh, oh cool. look, there they are. That's where, that's where George or uh, Steven Spielberg parks when he comes to do all this fun stuff here was someone parked there that would be so cool no the spots were all empty (laughs) they've been and they've been empty for 27 years for 40 years (laughs) they all had cobwebs on them right yeah (laughs) (laughs) but i but to me that was like just in my head like knowing all these attractions that he's been a part of and it is it's like a cool partnership between universal and and Steven Spielberg. If you think about the opening day of Universal Studios Florida, and you look at the attractions list, it was King Kong and Steven Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> like it should be, it should be called like Spielberg Park, Florida. I'd oh, that's really that's what I call it. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Same. Yeah. You guys going to Same. Spielberg? Okay, great. Yeah. yeah. That's actually how the three of us met, <laughs> I survived Spielberg Park t-shirts yeah. on. You going to Spielberg Walk later? Okay, cool. You going to Spielberg? Spielberg Walk. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just called Am- Amblin Am- Entertainment. Amblin Entertainment Walk. Amblin <laughs> I don't know why it has to walk. always have walk. <laughs> so the sad kind of story here, or the end of the story here, is that the E.T. adventure is... Uh, the only one that's still open today is in Florida. The original. Mm. It's the only one still open. Um, they closed the Hollywood one in 2003. And that was closed to make way for Revenge of the Mummy the Ride. Mm. Oh. Which we covered in a previous episode. Yep. We sure did. It's a, it's a really good one. <laughs> the episode or the ride? Both. Oh, okay. Got it. But I think it, you know, I think it, the, end, the, the closing of the attraction was quick and kind of they didn't give anyone a big heads up. The crowd, there wasn't like a goodbye party or anything like that. They just kind of closed it. And then in 2009, they closed um, the Japan version as well for an attraction called Space Fantasy, Ooh. which I had never heard of. Mm-mm. Ashby, do you know anything about that? I, nope, did not even, nope. 
I have no idea what that is. Yeah. Um, I pictured when you said it was like a like nobody knew about the goodbye. Like it was just like at the end when um, E.T.'s like on the ship, you know, and he's like <laughs> waving goodbye yeah. to Elliot. But like in this version, it's just like he's about to say goodbye and the ship just takes off. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell just happened? And then all of a sudden, Brendan Fraser walks in. Oh. <laughs> Where's my coffee? Oh, that is actually what happened. Nobody just likes to talk about it because it was so scary. Oh, goodness. But allegedly, this is unconfirmed, but allegedly Spielberg was like genuinely pissed that these attractions attractions were shutting down. And so were some of his other attractions. Oh, Stephen, is that true? Throughout. Yeah, I was really upset about it. <laughs> I don't like to talk about it. Sorry, but like Back to the that. Future was being swapped out for The Simpsons. 2009, where they they definitely were in discussion to start doing some the original um, Hogsmeade Park for Harry Potter. Um, Jaws had been like working or non-working 50% of the time in, at, in Florida. So I don't know. I think he, he kind of put his foot down and he said, you don't, you cannot close et or i will like end my partnership with universal or Studios. you will not you can give those spaces to rowling yeah <laughs> jk <laughs> <laughs> yeah i did so, hear that too that he was like okay fine but you can't get rid of the orlando one yeah well that would be so tough to like see all these projects that, i mean spielberg's been involved in like so many things but just to see like some of your original things like that to just kind of disappear, you know? Well, and, and that's what makes theme parks unique as opposed to the, you know, movie production studios. It's also temporary. Like your film, your film may live on forever, but sets get destroyed and actors yeah. uh, may or may not have any love for the production. You know, they may go on to tell stories about the production. You know, you don't, I think. It was all right. For, yeah. Or just like, I don't. Moving on to something else. I don't. I think as a director, or a creative person, in that way, when you get start getting exposed to theme parks, you get a little addicted to them because you feel like you can go relive that stuff over and over again. I think George Lucas felt the same way. Oh yeah. So much so that he it was kind of a everlasting relationship with with Disney once they got started, like in the eighties. So just kind of interesting. I think these types of really like power player directors once they get kind of exposed to the theme park world, get kind of attached to it and the idea of their works living in it. So even J.K. Rowling, I think she, to a certain extent, you know, was hesitant at first, but obviously, like, is allowing it to continue now. So Mm -hmm. just interesting. So yeah, for now, E.T. seems a little untouchable. Um, Time will tell, and you never know with Universal. They tend to be a little ruthless when it comes to, like, they don't have much... um, they're not very sentimental <laughs> about their attractions. They seem to be okay kind of closing them for something, you know, bigger and badder. So we'll see what the future holds for E.T., but it seems safe, safe for the time being. Hmm. Cool. Cool. I'm excited about that. So I guess then, uh, since all the the rides themselves were just clones of each other, we will just focus on the um, Orlando experience, especially since that's the only one that, that is still open. That's still available. That's still available to enjoy. Yeah. I'll 
say this is one of my favorite rides that's still at Universal because it is yeah. so cool. And I think that, you know, as rides progress, like the technology and the actual ride systems has improved. Well, and I mean, the ET ride system is pretty cool, but just the yeah. amount of like set and thought and work that went into it and they didn't rely on any screens or gimmicks. It, it yeah. is a pretty impressive ride. Totally. And, I 100% agree. And for me, like, it has that feel of kind of like some of the dark rides at Disney where it's like, oh, like, I got to go do it, you know, because it's fun. There's no line. And it's also inside. And it's out of the yeah. heat, you know. And it's just a little fun thing to do. And it just is fun. Like, it's one of those mm-hmm. rides where you find yourself just, like, grinning on it. You're having fun. Like, and you're not uh, some of these, yeah, some of the newer rides that are maybe a little bit more screen-based or, like, VR or whatever cool like they're cool but you're almost overstimulated where you don't even you don't even allow yourself to catch your breath well this is fun up to a point (laughs) well well we'll get to that yeah sounds like we got another debate on our hands but um yeah it's just it's absolutely classic i go out of my way to make sure we get on et every time i get to universal because that's mm-hmm, great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So let's talk about the queue a little bit or the pre-show. Um, the outdoor queue is pretty miserable. Have you guys ever waited in that? Uh, a little bit. I actually remember walking down that queue for something for Halloween Horror Nights at some yeah, point. Every yes. Year. Yeah. Yeah. What's over there? It's that. Those are like the t- um, the houses that are intense. Mm-hmm. No. Yes. Oh wait. Yes. I always get. There's always three the over there that you can find yeah. entrances There's to. There's the. The two entrances, and they go into the tents, like one's back behind Barney where you go through that queue, and the other one is back behind, like, five Which is area. T- terrifying, yes. by the way. Walking <laughs> through the Barney, through the, <laughs> yep. through the Barney yep. empty set during Horror Nights is... The, why don't they put scare actors in there? They like, why should. Why don't they have Barney just show up right? out of nowhere on the stage? <laughs> Barney's, like, severed head. Like, that would just be good. I've always heard the song. Who do we need like, to talk to? But in, like, the creepy way of, like... I love you. Yes. <laughs> like yes. And the little Seriously. baby bop comes out with like a head in her blanket. No, or something. they would never do that. No, correct. <laughs> and they probably, they probably, Barney. yeah, they probably can't use the exact licensing, <laughs> but they could be creative, right? Like they've definitely done a scare zone. They did one recently where it was like doll, like a uh, kids' toys come to life that yeah, were like it was scary. Chucky. It was Chucky. It was Chucky. It was Chucky. It was Chucky. Oh right, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But the Care scare bears. zone, the scare, yeah, the scare zone had a lot more it, not Chucky related stuff. They were just like scary toys. Yeah. Why don't they just? They should just do that type of a thing in there. It would fit perfectly, and people would be so scared, especially waiting in line. Oh, I would. God. Universal, call us. Yeah. We've yeah, got yeah. the ideas. We are sick people. We have good ideas for horror. <laughs> but yes, you almost always exit out of those houses back into the ET extended queue. And it's got the like very, I, I think they have the original TVs from, <laughs> I don't think they do anymore, but I remember them having the original TVs from like 1991. Oh, yeah. That were like very long. Yep. And they had the, like, weather protectors on it. They were, like, in boxes, long TVs in plastic boxes. So, anyway, the outdoor queue is boring. But the original (laughs) concept of this ride is the same as all the original Universal rides where it was like, hey, guess what? We're going to go behind the scenes of the movies, and you're going to be a part of this. Yay! Like, it was all, like, a peek behind the curtain um, of how to make movies. 
And Steven Spielberg, our good friend Steve, he <laughs> did the pre-show and he basically said that. I think the pre- he was pre-show, he was like sitting in, in the movie theater and E.T. came up to him or something. Mm-hmm. And he was like, we're making a sequel and Steven. you're going to be an extra. <laughs> yeah. I mean, literally. It's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what happened. That version lasted until 2002 when uh, Steven Spielberg wanted to like refresh the the attraction a little bit because of the 20th anniversary of uh, the movie. And so the new storyline, you kind of scrapped the extra and instead it's more immersive. But it's a little weird that Steven Spielberg still introduces it, but you know, this is his baby. So he's like, hey everyone, I'm Steven. You're here to help us um, get E.T. back to his home planet because the planet is dying. So like that's our mission. That's that's what the in the pre-show. That's what we learn. Again, I don't know why Steven Spielberg knows all this, but he does. He does. And and it's our responsibility to help ET get back to his planet to save it. That's so much, such a burden to give it, a theme park goer. Correct. It's a bit of a burden. Um, but you know, I accept the mission, and the only thing we have to do, the only thing we have to do, is go up to a Universal team member who's sitting, by the way. And I always thought that that was fun for them uh-huh. that they got to sit. I don't. Is it fun? Is it fun or is it like get off your butt? Oh no, I'm jealous. I'm like good. For yeah, you. I'm jealous. Oh, you're jealous. Yeah. Okay, okay, got good it. Good for you. Like, Eddie. the Disney, your Disney is showing. I know. Yeah. I saw that and I'm like, ugh, what bad show. <laughs> no doubt about it. No doubt about it. It's not the best show. Also, the the costume or the uniform that they wear is just khaki pants and a polo shirt. Like, try a little harder. Right, like, right. Oh, but I love it. No, no doubt about it. I'm very jealous. Like, I wish I could just sit there all day and be like, name, and then type it in. Incorrectly, I, you pretty much nailed how most of them are talking over there. Um, <laughs> just kidding. If you're if you work over there and you're listening, um, but I get I, I in general I get upset when I see a job where someone I don't know I have this like weird thing of like a lot of jobs that I did growing up like whether it was in retail or fast food like you didn't get to sit down like you had to stand up you had to do your job and you were on your feet for eight plus hours in a day mm-hmm. now when i see jobs where it's like a seat is there i just get a little annoyed maybe i'm in a weird camp and I, a part of me is like great you know you get to sit down for eight hours but also like come on can't you stand like i don't know i just have like a weird a weird take on it well i mean i know exactly what you're saying i 100 percent think your disney is showing but i yeah, also it, it agree is. i agree with you like that that was a choice like um if you think about like a and I agree with you, like retail, fast food, anything in kind of like hospitality, even like someone at a front desk of a hotel, right, they're right. standing to greet you. There is something like very hospitable about someone standing. And I think that sends a message and people tend to to be, um, be more upright and like uh, welcoming when they're standing. That's that's why greeters are greeters, you know, that's why they exist. This ride, they're typing something into a monitor and they could be sitting or standing, but like, right. The design right. choice was make the monitors a little bit lower, so you have to sit on like a stool because yeah. they're not sitting yeah. on a chair; they're sitting on a stool. So I don't know. That was definitely a choice. And the thing about these positions, or I mean, I'm, I guess I'm making an assumption about how uh, Universal Ops works, but like they're probably there for like what an hour, right? So maybe they're if just getting their getting their seats in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
But yes, so you all would, you all say your first name out loud to this team member. Not mine. And they, no. Can't use Ashby. So that's Wait. what it really is. Okay. That doesn't just, work. Yes, his name isn't in the system. Yeah. It's they're, all of a sudden become personal. How many like, times have they put Ashley on I'm the I'm like, Ashby, and they're like, you. I'm sorry, what? And they're like, well, we have Ashley. And I was like, fine, James. Just put James. Okay. You guys are blowing my mind. I thought, okay. I thought this was just a, I didn't know there was just like a register of names. Mm-hmm. I thought it was one of those like, um, sound machine oh, things right no, it's you know a, what i'm saying it's a, you they like pull your name off a list how can that be put there are there is an there's a rainbow of names up there how yeah. can they how can that be allowed they do you know that ladies sit there and do an abundance of names <laughs> do you, <laughs> they're like well she passed so unfortunately we can't add to the list um <laughs> do you know what's frustrating what made me frustrated about that whole thing was like because I, once I found out it was a list, because we went one time, and I remember we told the, the person sitting on the stool, we said, um, like, oh, what's, what's like, the, a really fun, like, unique name that we can choose? And I remember, like, I got the name Table. Like, like Table <laughs> as in, like, a table piece but of furniture. But that's a name? So they have Table, but they don't have Ashby. <laughs> Well, and if they don't have Ashby, they don't have a lot of names. Like, what if you... Right. Uh, I'm not trying to be weird, but like, what... I mean, Orlando gets a lot of international visitors. Yeah. What if you were coming from Japan or something? Are they going to have your name in there? Like, You, you I get hope table for sure. You're getting table. <laughs> you get That's chair. That's <laughs> chair. That's I, just that kind I of wonder, makes me sad. Like, I was, there's probably yeah. like some names that are close, right? Like, like for me, I'm sure... That it's like, oh, Ashby. Okay, here, let me just Ashley because it's going to sound mm, similar, close enough. you know, type of thing. Yeah. Well, and let's let's back up. So later in the attraction, your name is going to come in handy. Right. So it this isn't Steven Spielberg is calling this your interplanetary passport in order to get ET home. It's that, but it's also mm-hmm. um, they need to know your name for some fun effect later in the ride. But if this is your first time, you don't know that, and you're just like, no, you're right. I need my paperwork to leave planet Earth. I understand. <laughs> and then you spell it correctly. Wow, it's as easy as yeah. that? I just give you my name and I can leave my the planet? My first name? <laughs> <laughs> Fine. So after this pre-show area, you walk into um, the forest, which is uh, another part of the queue, and it's wonderful. It's a very, very, it might be one of the best well-done cues in Universal. It's or at least really it was for cool. a very long time. Yeah, it's a great yeah. cue. Um, you wind around the paths, um, and Ashby did a little sound effect there. Sorry, I was smelling. We were walking in, and I was just smelling it. That's what I <laughs> Soaking it always up. do. So one of the very first things, if you were to if you were to Google E.T. Adventure Universal, the first, like, ten articles would all be referencing the smell of the ride. Which is something I had heard about before I even ever went to Universal. Yeah, I knew same. I knew about it. I knew that this this queue or this ride and this queue specifically had a had a very specific scent. Yeah, it's like Roscoe smoke. What's that? It's like what they use in like um, plays and stuff to have like a cloudy fixture. They used it in the Great Movie Ride a lot too. Like yeah, it's just mm, you usually find mm-hmm, it in a stage mm-hmm. performance. It smells kind of like Broadway. Roscoe smoke. Interesting. Well, it's supposed to smell like the forest. Which smells like <laughs> oh, maple okay. syrup. Yeah, I would have assumed it smelled like pine trees or something, but yeah. I don't know. 
So the other cool thing about this queue, and we can talk about the smell too, but the other cool thing about this queue is that there's actually a lot going on in the forest. There are, you run into some like folks from the space program. They're looking for E.T. There's a cool speak and spell like in the movie trying to like communicate yeah with a like umbrella or is that what that is like an umbrella it's trying yeah trying to like transmit messaging and then the coolest part or the most terrifying if you're unexpected like not expecting it is there's this like big this almost like mini show right in the middle of the forest where this animatronic pops up and it's someone who looks a lot like et but it's not et and he's has kind of a cool voice actually and he's like uh the the green planet is dying. We need E.T. to come home. Do you guys know who this person oh. is? I don't know who he is, no, but I know of him. So I didn't know who he was either, and I looked him up. Turns out he's got a life. Like, he's got stuff going on. This fellow's name is Botanicus. Botanicus. Oh, he's got a name. He has a name. This, um, apparently there was a book, like a, um... A sequel, I guess, to the movie E.T.? Or maybe a prequel. And it features Botanicus, like, as the main character. Huh. Fascinating. Also, that's a choice. Like, why didn't we just go through the movie of E.T.? Why did we do all of this Botanicus stuff? Because E.T.'s over and done with. Now this is the sequel. In ride form. It's E.T. Adventure. (laughs) I guess old school Universal was kind of obsessed with the post-movie experience, weren't they? Yeah. Like Jaws takes place after Jaws, too, because they like reference Jaws. And even when you get to The Mummy, like you're after the movie outside of it. That's true, yeah. Yeah. But I think that's that's actually an interesting point, thinking about it now. Like a lot of the older Universal attractions, and I guess a lot of them now, take place post the events of the movie i guess except harry potter yeah that's the first like honestly like the first time where you're like in it because even jurassic world or jurassic park or whatever the ride is it's it's not living in the movie jurassic park right 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 no it's so true what about fast and the furious when does that take place cheryl it is the (laughs) biggest party of the season i don't really know i've not been i've not been to the early one yet but I, I have did. to imagine they're already family and you can't be a part of it. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel, which is why I haven't been on it. They had a thing, like there's like a section in the in the tour here in Hollywood where it becomes the Fast and the Furious and it's like just a little ride through thing. And it's, I just, I can't even tell you how ridiculous it is. But um, it's one of those things, again, where you're just like in a in like a little thing that happens like, I'm assuming after whatever movie they're on now, 27, um... So it, there's a new one. It's like after it's it's like not a part of the movie. Yeah, it's now something we're doing outside like Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. So Botanicus lives outside of this whole ET universe. Yeah, like why don't we even see like Elliot? Isn't that is that the kid's name? Elliot. Elliot. Yeah. Why don't we see him? Why don't we see Baby Drew Barrymore in this ride? I would have liked that. It probably has to do, I'm sure, with like money, right? Because you have to pay for the. The rights of the images. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm, I guess that's also the trouble with doing attractions based off of live live action movies. Well, let's think about like freaking Ellen at uh, Universe of Energy. Boy, she did not age well. She was gorgeous. (laughs) Yeah, that was a weird one. Her poor animatronic was was awful. (laughs) Yeah, that was weird. But it was always weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Ugh. The other day I put on a denim button down and I was like, ugh, I look like the Ellen animatronic. <laughs> 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 oh, so I kept man. it on. So what did Botanicus want us to do? He wants us to get E.T. back to the home planet to save it. The green It's called the green planet. I'm sorry. Wait, yeah, the green planet. Planet is dying and E.T. has like healing fingertips. Okay. And he's the only one who can save it. So we, because while well, we have passports, we need to get him back. Yeah, I'm on That's board. our mission. Okay, let's you're do it. Let's bring E.T. Yes. Back. back. <laughs> do you guys have any other things to say about the queue or the smell or anything like that? No, it's pretty cool. I what I another thing I like about the queue though is because the load platform loads from both sides. Like most, honestly, most Universal attractions do that. Like at. Mm, um, mm-hmm. Uh, Men in Black does it. I mean, maybe that's it. But. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I don't think I remember that. There's a certain point in the the queue where you can choose to go like left or right. Yeah. Is that how they do it? Yeah. Okay. And so you either keep going straight or you turn off right and then you can get onto the attraction. So that part I think is kind of cool because then you kind of like separate yourselves. But it is a really intricate queue. Yeah, for sure. Wait, I'm concerned, not concerned, but I'd like to talk about like dual sided loading. Is that, is it more efficient? Because they're not loading, each car is not being loaded from two sides. They're loading two cars at the same time though, presumably. I think it's the, like, isn't it like you, when they do have it set up that way, like they can load one vehicle from one side and another from the other or something like that? Um, I think it's two different vehicles, and so then you could have, like, two different dispatches. Yes. Oh, okay. I see. I see. That makes sense. Oh, that's pretty neat. I, I will say every time I've been there, it's always been chained off, and I have to go down. Like, Only one. It, it, yeah, they don't have, like, it open. I haven't been there during the busy time where maybe mm. they're doing the double load type thing. You didn't have the choice. Didn't have a choice. It's no. not cool when they take your choices away from you. Right? Come on. Come on, Universal. Universal. Steven, call them. Come on. Thanks. <laughs> they're no. like, at this point, they're not They're trying to keep it alive. Yeah. <laughs> um, is this an Express Pass attraction? Can you use your, like, paid Fast Pass on this? I believe so. I wow. wonder if that has anything to do with, like, the split. No, not dispatch. No. no. I feel like if it is an option, like, I don't even know why. I, I mean, maybe during the busy season, it's it's got a line, but, yeah. I feel like it kind of, I feel like this ride could surprise you. I bet it has, like, a 30-minute ride every day, a line every day. Mm-hmm. It probably has a very limited capacity as well. Yeah, that's true. Interesting. All right, well, let's get on our ride vehicle, shall we? Yes. Okay, so here's the best, one of the best things about this ride. Your ride vehicle is a bike. You get to sit on your very own bike. So cool. It is so cool. That sounds so stupid, but it really is so cool. And like the uh, handlebars are your lap bar and they come down towards you. So you kind of fit snugly in there. But because it's supposed to be a bike, you don't have the type of, you don't have like a ride vehicle. It doesn't feel like it's around you. You feel like you kind of are a little bit more free 
floating mm-hmm. and flying, which I think is a huge benefit to this ride, as opposed to um, oftentimes the E.T. adventure will get compared to Peter Pan's flight. In Peter Pan, you're you're sitting down in a pirate ship with a big sail in front of you. Actually, it kind of blocks your view sometimes. <laughs> this is the opposite. You you are true, like there is nothing in your way. You feel very, very free. Your like legs can move around, your arms can move around. I think that's a huge benefit to this ride. Agreed. Mm-hmm. It's one of the cooler ride vehicles for sure. So the ride vehicle itself holds 12 people. It's three rows of four of four four in a row three rows of four and they don't make you pedal the bikes which is very important well i think steven spielberg makes a joke about that oh whoa 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 i i know which is funny uh, multiple times that i've written it i always make the joke of like oh we have to pedal and then there's always a smart remark from the the attendant (laughs) he's like this guy's from disney i can tell (laughs) (laughs) probably wants me to stand up as well (laughs) Mm. Oh, oh, you hate that I'm sitting? Yeah. <laughs> oh, an important feature we did not mention. Make sure you hand over your interplanetary passport to the person that is asking for them near where you get on your bike. Yes. Yeah, because if you don't, you're going to get something generic. Nothing at all. Table. <laughs> Oh. You're going to get friend zoned real fast and you'll just say friend. <laughs> oh yeah. So one of one of the cuter um, kind of elements of this ride vehicle is that up in the very front bike there's a little basket and it is revealed very soon into the ride that E.T. is actually in that basket just like the movie. He's Love chilling it. with you. It's really cool and um, I was reading a couple like online forum-y type stuff and some team members were in there saying like we specifically try to put kids up in that spot because that's really special for them. Oh, that's, that's cool. Sweet. Yeah. That is, that is cool. But I guess, you know, you load who you load, but it's it's kind of like a little magical moment, if you will. They'll be like, hey, come here, kiddo, you know. Do you like aliens? <laughs> no. Okay. Back row. <laughs> you're, you're gonna. <laughs> then the ride itself comes in pretty hot. Yeah. Yeah. So you're on your bike. You kind of start taking off. I took a note here that the biggest difference is you're right you're in you're riding through the forest you're riding through the woods mm-hmm. and it feels like you're on a bike so you're actually ground level which is the biggest difference from the get-go from peter pan's flight where the first thing you do in peter pan is fly out the window <laughs> <laughs> so on this yeah. ride and for the first third of it um you're riding your bike and you're you, you are still being kind of suspended from the top but you are riding a bike ground level so i think it just adds so again you have so much like you have so much space around you and you feel like you're like really in the scene a lot more which i think is a huge huge benefit mm-hmm. i like it and yeah everyone's like chasing you the police are chasing you the people from nasa are chasing you that um, has my absolute favorite scene of almost any attraction ever is what's your, the scene so right you're on a bicycle and you're with your gang of friends or mm-hmm. you know the family that was behind you in line whoever and you take off on a bike and really instantly i guess you're in the chase right i don't think there is a transition yeah you go from this cue where you're like wait what's happening this weird guy is telling me that i have a mission and then immediately like you're in hot pursuit so um like molly said like nasa is saying hey we need this from you and so you're like okay here's the deal 
E.T., we got to fly out of here because he has the magical powers. And so he wakes up and he's like, oh, let me be the Tinkerbell and help you out with this situation. And you start to fly over a cop car. I mean, the cop car is to the side. But there is a police gentleman out there and he's like, hey, what are you? Wow! (laughs) 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 So funny. It's the most aggressive, like, what's going on? Whoa! <laughs> yeah, he gets Wait. super excited about it, which yeah. I I kind of like love because it's like oh, it's like the little kid in him that's just like whoa, whoa, yeah. your bike is flying. It is the most genuine reaction, but also like '90s theme park attraction at the right. same time. Whoa! That's so it's so true. And so this whole scene is cool though because the set pieces themselves are so big. Like, you drive by NASA's van, and you're like, whoa, that's, they could, like, walk over to me right now. Like, it feel, they feel like they don't look, they don't look too small, right? They're kind of, like, right up in your face. Mm-hmm. And the, there's a cop car, this cop car you're talking about drives in from, like, out of scene intensely. <laughs> like, you're, like, the lights are on, and there's a horn, and it's, it's pretty loud. I will, I did note here that there's a lot of yelling in the first 30 seconds yeah. of this ride. <laughs> right. Everyone's yelling at you, and I don't oh, like Oh, boy, it. here we go, Molly. It's, well, it's just too it's, loud. It's just too loud. It's, it's just universal. Can we quiet down, please? Can we quiet universal. Down? It's too loud. Turn it down. <laughs> See, I I like it though. I like the because it's like all this stuff. Ha- it's like an overload because and then like like that whole like like the plant wall like goes down and the reveal of the cops yeah. and the the loud and the lights and the flashing. And then like that, I think it just all leads up to that moment. Where you take off. Yeah. Like it's just this cool, like, I don't know, like like shit's going crazy. And then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden you're like now flying and the music kicks in. It's like a, I I thought it was a great build up to this just beautiful moment. That's a good point. But prior to like when you're in the woods, the chase scene, um, there's very little or very low maybe background music. And then right as you're, you're, bike starts to raise up and fly over the trees and the cops like bike is flying um wow then the then that like very (laughs) iconic (laughs) um john williams score comes in from et and it is it's a really cool moment and very similar to peter pan's flight you start flying over like a cityscape let's talk about that where are you supposed to oh right yeah what city is that (laughs) Great question. I wrote in my notes it's Los Angeles, but then I was like, wait, is it? Like, where, what part of my brain did that come from? Where is this movie set? I'm, I'm actually that looking right now because I can't feels remember. Feels correct. I feel like it was in, like, California for sure. San Fernando Valley. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Cool. So that's accurate. I'm actually, what do you guys... I'm looking at the oh, video right now because I'm, I'm looking at, like, if there's anything that, like, stands out as... Oh, oh, there it is. I see. I see. I see. L.A. City Hall. Yep. So oh, like, there there are things that make it look like it is L.A. Okay. Uh, what are your yeah? What's everyone's thoughts on this like city scene? Oh, it's very Peter Pan. Peter Pan flight, but <laughs> no, you not could say LA, Peter Pan's. London. But I feel like they're the only thing they're missing out on the moving light thing though. Yeah. Because they don't have that. Yeah. The moving light. See, like you know how like, like in Peter Pan the, the lights cars. move. You the know? little cars and stuff. Yeah. 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 So I, I don't like this scene as, nearly as much as London. And through trying to think through why, I think I have it figured out. There's two things. 
One, instead of London looks like you're flying over London, this looks like you're flying over a neon model of LA. <laughs> like it's just, it just, but also you that's bit. probably, prob- probably accurate. <laughs> well, maybe that's true. Maybe that's true. But like, then it was unfortunate that that's where we're flying over because it just looks a little too like, whose basement is this? Like some dad has a model train and we're like, coming downstairs like that's what it looks like to me and then the one thing it took me a little while to figure out what makes this scene break for me but i figured it out and i was thinking back to our peter pan episode which then it makes more sense there are star like nighttime stars all over the wall Mm. and they're there's too many stars like you're like that's not what the sky looks like yeah and it's dense to like the middle and you can tell where the walls are. Like, you can see the seams yeah. and the walls and stuff. And I just, like, um, like that gets me out of it. Whereas if you think back to Peter Pan, they actually don't have a ton of stuff on the walls. And instead, you actually, like, look through the clouds down into London. Like, it just, they, I think it's a, they, Peter Pan does a better job of making you believe. Even just for this briefest moment, like, holy shit, we're flying over a city. This is more just like, oh, cool. Yeah, got it. It is still pretty cool. Don't get me wrong, but it's yeah. I think Peter Pan kind of wins out in this in this regard. Agreed. Well, it's funny for me because like I didn't even really. I think for me, my like looking through the eyes of me riding this thing, I see for me like it's like I hear the music and I'm instantly like put into this like this like trance of like oh god the music is so great. And then, mm-hmm. like, I see the city, and I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. And I see the stars, but then I see the moon, and the moon is what really yeah. draws my attention because I'm thinking That's of like, point. ooh, am I casting the shadow like Elliot did when he flew across it? Like, oh my god, it's so cool, and the music. But then and- you see the you see Elliot's shadow, which is actually really cool. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. So it's good. It's a, it's no doubt about it. Like an inspiring scene. Um, and I haven't compared them time to time, but it feels a lot shorter than the London scene as well. So it would be such a cool scene if like we hadn't already seen it before. Great point. Great point. The fact that we actually are just comparing is maybe not fair. Mm, Um, mm -hmm, But mm. I mean, they did no doubt about it. Model this scene after (laughs) Peter Pan. Mm -hmm. Like they did. Right. Right. So I don't know. There's just a little some notes there. So my criticism of the starry night sky is actually what I think that exact same screen, the exact same like starry night sky is actually what makes the very next scene amazing though. So the next well, scene is us leaving LA yeah. and going into space. That I mean, that's a really cool like, cause it's almost like, cause it goes from like LA to like stars. And then you almost like, it looks like you've, you're, they give it the impression that you're flying even higher because they make the lights even smaller. And it's like, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like that. And then, yeah, it's like that, like, transport and then this yeah. is where the ride ends yep. no no this, this is where no, it's, it gets no it's where the ride ends rolling. it's done it's done yeah i put in <laughs> i put in the notes here that this scene um where you like go through space to get to the green planet reminds me of when you're tri- time traveling in dinosaur in animal kingdom yeah oh right yeah 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 it feels very space mountain to me <laughs> It does also feel Space Mountain. But my note is it's embarrassing that Dinosaur didn't improve that sort of like technology effect. Yeah. yeah. Like you look at this and you're like, okay, like I see the seams in it. It's not perfect, but it's well, very well executed and I like it. And then you're like, all right, 
Disney, what do you have 10 years later? And they're like, the same thing? I don't know. <laughs> like, well, it's not they did. Good. They did a recent thing. Oh, I say recent. Within the last, what, like six or seven years at Dinosaur, they, they modified it so it felt more – because they added, like, a, a weird, like, projection effect to it. I don't know. They made it a little bit – they made it <laughs> – I'll say more, like, more futuristic, but still, okay. it's, like, 10 years ago technology. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> I've never, ever been in Dinosaur and been like, whoa, this is what it would feel like to time travel. <laughs> it's always just like, I can see the dinosaur at the other end of this hallway. Like, it's not. <laughs> right, right, right. It's just not very helpful. Um, but, yeah, so now we've made it to the green planet. Welcome, everyone. Well, Steve, I, oh, no, you I, made it. I felt I don't I don't I don't recognize anything from this point uh, on as the this ride. This is this is shocking uh, to me because this is my favorite part of the ride. Agreed. No. I could First have, of all, I could we've have gone all right taken drugs to unload and been, been done. I'm like, "Oh, that was such a cool experience." Oh, weird. <laughs> Strongly disagree. I don't like anything on the alien planet. Okay. Ah. Well, let's talk about the green planet, shall we? So the first thing you see is actually this man, Botanicus, again. The guy who, like... Summoned like, us. <laughs> projected down, yeah, in the forest. And again, he has kind of a cool name. Like, I, I'd i probably listen to his audiobook, I think. <laughs> but he's like, oh, I'm so glad you're here. E.T., you need to go heal the green planet. Uh. And then the next scene is just E.T., like, touching the planet. Yes. And then it's healed. Like, it just, like... Snap your fingers. We made it. We've no, arrived. We healed it. <laughs> now let's just take drugs and celebrate. Like that's what it feels like. We're all do maybe not take drugs. That's aggressive, but definitely celebrate. It is the best, you guys. He gets there. He saves his planet. All of his friends are so excited. You have this weird little tree guy who's like, "Welcome home!" And then my fa- second favorite scene. It is so <laughs> packed with goodness. There's a mushroom guy on the left. Yeah. With a yeah. very deep voice. <laughs> Who also says, Welcome home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it too. And then there's just like steam going off. It's all very colorful and bright and cheerful. It's cool. Oh, it's Ashby. just too much. I can't handle it. And I also can't handle like when it starts to like, somehow these little aliens are they know the theme song so they're like (laughs) (laughs) welcome home you've arrived (laughs) i don't i just think it just becomes so crazy Uh, it's fun though perfect can't handle it i think it's fun too the first couple times i wrote it i was like i'm missing the story and then i quickly realized it doesn't matter. No. Nope. Like, none of this matters. Just lean back. Just enjoy this. It's fun. Look. Oh, look. Baby ETs jumping all over trees and vines. Everywhere. And they're singing. They are all over it's the place. It's so cute. It's so. It's very reminiscent of Under the Sea Journey of the Little Mermaid when it, they're singing Under the Sea and like so much is going on and you're just oh, like yeah. circling yeah. them For and you're sure. like, what is That's happening? So oh, and there is water effects here too. Yes. So. It's very humid in this room. <laughs> it's so. So that's also why I think that. Uh, part of the smell of this ride is I think there's a lot of water in that show building. Yeah, I think it's like sure. seeping through into the forest. <laughs> I I wrote a little note here that if I got the London scene from Peter Pan and then the water scene from E.T., 
that would be the perfect ride. I love I love when you're flying over the little pools and the oh, fountains and the, the jumping ETs. fountains and all the little ETs. It's like pink and purple and oh, it's so cool. I love it so much. And you you kind of go up high and then it kind of it takes you down very low. I think you get a lot of good like ride components in this part of the ride as well. Yeah, I think it's really neat. The one thing that is a little weird is I've always noticed you can see the stairs. Oh. Like you're following a ride path that is also just stairs. Oh, well, I mean, so it gets easily so if the bright. Ride like you down. see the ride track, you see yeah. everything. Yeah. Maybe that's part of why I get a little annoyed with it because it's just like, it's like they took anything that's like a nice immersive ride and they just threw it out the window. <laughs> mm. I strongly disagree. I think it is. <laughs> The most fun, all they're trying to say is the Green Planet has a wonderful infrastructure that, you know, Earth could really learn from um, as far as Maybe. pathways That's true. and staircases. Sure, sure. I understand. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> the Green oh, Planet so is crazy. a party planet, and I would not mind yes, going. Yes, Botanicus 2020. If that's how he's running Bot- that planet, <laughs> I take it. Oh, God. But what did he do to kill it while E.T. Oh, was gone? True, true, true. Right, true, right. True. We need to look into the candidate. Right, no, but I just it. love, like, how easy it is to fix. Like, they just bring E.T. back, and he's like, oh, okay, boom, done. Like, if you were unaware of this storyline, you could easily miss it. Like, if you look down momentarily to be like, oh, we're on a bike, and then all of a sudden baby baby E.T.s are just, like, swinging from right, vines. Right, like, what right. the hell happened? No like, did we do it? Did we do it? Is this what death looks like? I don't know. <laughs> it honestly could be. So you're flying to another planet to save it. Great. Or you were running away from the cops, fell off of a cliff, and now you're dead. <laughs> right. um, you, this is your fever dream yes, before you die. Is, <laughs> this is hell. These are all little old lady smokers just running up and down <laughs> water pools, and you're dead now. You're dead oh, now. now see God. now I'm now I'm in. I'm invested. <laughs> With That's that storyline, <laughs> yeah, I'm in. Now it makes That's now it all makes sense to me. Yes, that we have a feasible storyline now for Ashby. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> and it is hell, and that's why you can see the track. <laughs> oh, that's true, and that drives Ashby crazy. So it is like his version of Every, hell. My, my version God. of hell is everybody sitting on a stool, <laughs> and I can see all the elements of a ride. The one interesting thing about this that I meant to mention up top is that this um, ride is four and a half minutes long. It's so it's short. more than it's so it's yeah, it's double. No, it's double Peter Pan, though. Oh, double Peter Pan. Right, right. Wow. So and I've never really noticed that. I've, I always felt like you kind of fly through it. It feels short I, to me. Yeah. Though I mean, and four and a half minutes is not a long ride by any stretch, but like. When you compare it to its comparable ride, it's more than double. Ugh. So you get you get equal the amount of time in this like trippy hell <laughs> ET planet <laughs> that you get the same amount of time there than you do in the entire ride of Peter Pan's flight. Wow, that's crazy. But see, yeah, I mean, you could wild. make it. Uh, it could be a great ride if it ends right after the city. No. And it would, that would be very It would still be plenty of time. It's sad that like that feels so yelling. short knowing that that's all that Peter Pan flight is. Right. Yeah, I know. Right. I know. And you've compared their wait times. It's just bizarre. Oh, God. It's like the total inverse it's of each other. Robbery. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But, then, but then we go through this, like, total party zone. <laughs> Excuse me, I just have hiccups. Might have to do this next scene. How do they know that song? 
Is that E.T.'s theme song? But they don't know it. Do you if know the Star Spangled Banner? Yes, you do. <laughs> Sing the Star Spangled Banner, Star Spangled Banner in Baby E.T. voice. Oh go. God! Uh, <laughs> yeah, you see. Oh God, we have insulted. Oh, <laughs> oh no! It's the Who's mushroom that? guy. The oh, mushroom the mushroom guy. guy. Yeah. Do Botanicas now? I don't know Botanica's voice. I'm not He's familiar. He's a gorgeous, gorgeous voice. <laughs> Do the guy's voice that the cop. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> What's up? Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Who goes there? Wow! <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this ride it's oh, so man. good it is so good it's you so good ashby i i want to ride this ride with you and i think this time you would appreciate oh, it god right? i'm still gonna secretly hate it though at the end i just can't and you know oh, what god. universal is not a dry <laughs> park so if you're concerned no. at all nope. grab a beer that's true they have at least oh, three bars outside of et <laughs> Like, there's three pop-up bars. They're like, trust us. Just right, drink this. Right. <sighs> and then we, once we get through this madness, we get to the final scene, which is maybe the most amazing scene of the entire attraction. You know, too, that they were, like, so excited for this technology. They were like, guys, we've yeah, got it. This is yeah. the most advanced ride system. <laughs> we this are going their, to blow people's yeah. minds. This was their Navi shaman, big time. <laughs> right, right, mm-hmm. right. In fact, why doesn't the shaman say my name? Thank you. Magic bands should be able to tell them. Table. So if you haven't gathered, (laughs) E.T. says goodbye. He says thank you. Thank you. Oh, yes. But he like addresses you specifically by name. Specifically. If you have a eurocentric american <laughs> name i guess <laughs> or you're named after furniture yeah or furniture or uh, yeah uh, inanimate objects i guess i just so the thing that i love about it though is how rushed because there's so many people in this well bit. there are 12 people in your car and there's a car right behind you and there's a car right ahead of you <laughs> so it's baby so et yeah, say everyone's name as quickly as you can. Right. And he says it in E.T.'s voice, so it also just sounds silly. Yeah. So, for example, he says, Molly. <laughs> yes, my my name is like 15 syllables long. He'll be like, he'll be like, Bob, Jake, Kansas, Cheryl. <laughs> it's like he's threatening us. Right, right. <laughs> but then, and then, of course, if you're Ashby, your name doesn't get said. No, yeah. Ashley. <laughs> Ashley. Or friend. <laughs> friend. <laughs> or the best, table. Table. <laughs> oh, God. It is, it's great, though, but it's also... It's a, it's an irritating moment because people go nuts for it as they should. Don't get right, me wrong; people right. go nuts for it. But then you maybe don't hear your name because, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Todd yeah. next to you is like, "Did you hear him? He said Todd." He <laughs> said like, like yeah, four well, other you know. names. Yeah. Yeah. And so then you're like, oh, "I missed him saying <laughs> table again." Oh, Molly. <laughs> oh my god he said molly did you hear molly did you hear my oh my god did you hear molly welcome back everyone what yes 
And then you turn the corner and there is some cool like um, lighting effect with like E.T.'s hand, uh, finger, like hand and mm-hmm. finger pointing, right? What is it called? I was looking this up and I could not find it. When there's like little tiny lights. Fiber optics. That, fiber optics. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. No problem. Yes. Fiber I'm, optics. Fiber optics was so big in the 80, 90s. I I prefer fiber optics to a lot of lighting effects. Yes. I remember they used to have those things at night. Like, obviously, the nighttime glow merchandise in theme parks is amazing, and it's Mm -hmm. my favorite. And whenever we talk Mm -hmm. about spectro magic, we'll get into it. But they had those little wands that had all the fiber optics. Oh, yeah. I remember that. I remember having that. Yeah. Like, it looks like straw, like clear straws, like tiny ones. But then, like, if you, it lights up. And so the ends are lighted, and then, like, Mm -hmm. the shaft is lighted. Mm -hmm. Don't ever say that. Can you please not use such straws? language on this podcast. I really like a, sh- a lighted <laughs> shaft. I guess we're now explicit. Again. <laughs> we keep trying to get away from it. <laughs> it's funny because we never drop the F-bomb. We just say things like shaft. Gooey. 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 Yeah. Insert. Insert. Uh, no one ever said insert. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I but now I we that. did. I thought I heard it. <laughs> Insert. Insert. <laughs> Gooey. <Gross>. Stop. <laughs> oh, gosh. But yeah, then you come to the, um, where you get off the ride. There's absolutely nothing spectacular about it at no. all. You just get right off of it. No, it's, they ran out of money. Or they just were like, you got it. Like, did you see, did you hear? He, right. he said right. your name. <laughs> like, he, That's typically what's happening. Nobody knows what's going on at the end of the ride because everybody's talking about he said yeah. your name up until the point where you're at the bathrooms outside. Yeah. Like, for the life of me, I cannot remember the, like, unloading dock here. No. Like, I cannot I cannot picture it. And I can picture Men in Black. I can picture Gringotts. I can picture everything. I can picture Jurassic Park. I can picture Jaws, even. I cannot, for the life of me, picture no. getting off of E.T. No, because There is a like, gift shop, though, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. uh, you guys. I thought my yeah. favorite part was the ride, but the gift shop is my favorite part. <laughs> I I don't know anything about the gift wow. shop. Why, would, why oh, is this the my God. Okay, favorite so part of your... Here's the deal. You come out of the ride, right? I don't even think that it doesn't exit. It can dump into the gift shop, but there is also a bypass, but usually there's like planters there. But it is the tiniest gift shop, and it has ET merchandise, but it has the greatest photo opportunities. Like, think PhotoPass before what? PhotoPass. It has, so it has, like, two scenes from the movie. One where you can get up on the bicycle. They even have, like, I think a sweater you can oh, put that's on. Right. Yeah, and E.T.'s in the basket, so you can I take a picture on that. the bicycle, like you're flying away with him. Aces. Whoa. Or my favorite. They have, guys, a closet. And E.T. is dressed up pretty oh, much like yes. Jimmy Fallon's Sarah character. <laughs> like a yes. blonde wig, oh. a tube top. Yeah. And just sitting in there, and that was the funniest thing to me. I think I made my mom buy at least three different pictures of me with E.T. and drag. And- oh, wait. <laughs> you you can't just take your own picture? Like, you have to have someone take I, it of you? Yeah. I Maybe now, because back oh, in the day, like, Polaroids were, like, the most advanced outside of your house technology for cameras. Mm-hmm. But Sure. Um, actually, I think it was a Polaroid originally that they took it on for you as well. But, yeah. it was That's pretty cool. Those were my favorite souvenirs, were any sort of weird photo booth, and that one 
was number one. Is just a normal gift shop then, beside the photo ops? I mean, yes, beside the photo ops. <laughs> well, right, right, right. No, I mean, I'm not, I'm not breezing over the photo ops. <laughs> just curious if they, if they did anything else. Nah. I, I remember being like a little shocked by the gift shop though, because it, I didn't think there'd be enough like ET merchandise to fill a gift shop and... There kind of was. Like, I remember like, there being they'd the sell, plush, like, stuffed animals. Plushy yeah. teas. And, like, I remember there being, like, a lunchbox or something. Like, oh, these yeah. are just mm. things that stick out to me. They've got tumblers, plushes. They've got, like, slippers, T-shirts. You want it, you got it. Well, I want it. I'm going to get it. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Let's see. Do I have any other little fun facts here? Oh, <laughs> okay. So when I was looking up the smell, I went down, like, a couple articles deep looking to see what the smell was. And you guys... I'm going to give like a plug, I guess, to this company. It's this company called Theme Park Alchemy. Looking for sponsors. Yeah. They sell, it's a candle company or like a fragrance company. And they sell candles with theme park smells. Mm -hmm. Bizarre. That is such a big thing on Etsy. Yeah. It's so I'm like I'm I'm not I'm curious. I'm very curious. Also, like even if they got even if they nailed the smell, like is this a smell I want burning? a candle for i don't know i'm like i'm unconfirmed but they described the um et forest smell that's a candle they have as a unique exotic scent of pine with notes of musk that's the humidity Ah. amber and sandalwood so that's how they would describe it musk interesting though because i saw then i was just like what is this store so then they also have like pirates, Pirates of the Caribbean, the water smell. I, but again, it, do I want to smell that? Yes. I think you would only, I, th- I feel like somebody would only want it to be like, it to be like a talk. Yeah. Like when you walk into the house and you're like, oh, what is that smell? It's so familiar. Yeah. Like, hmm. Or like I would buy you, you guys that for your birthday. Like it's like right, something you're like, right. oh, you guys love theme parks. So I'm going to get you a theme park gift. <laughs> or they smell amazing. Like, maybe they smell amazing. Maybe. It's one of those things that I would love to get as a gift for Christmas, but I wouldn't want to buy myself. Yeah, I would never buy it. Yeah. 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 And I can't decide if I would rather it smell less like the water at Pirates and then I like the candle or smell more like the water at Pirates and I'm just impressed. But I don't want to burn it a lot. It's the latter. Like, you just want to open it and sniff it and then put it back on the shelf. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, no, I think... I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Always Ugh. forget how much I love this ride until Molly takes me on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're welcome. I think you're literally the only person I've ridden it with in like 10 years. I think I drag you on so many things in theme parks. <laughs> you're like the only person that I would go to a theme park with and the only person that makes <laughs> me go to Universal. <laughs> oh, whatever. Not we have the most night. fun at Universal. Oh, <laughs> I shouldn't have said makes me that I do go to Universal. Go on rides. Yes. Go on rides at Universal. Yes. Right. Yeah, it took me years of going to theme parks with you, Cheryl, to realize that you didn't like rides. Like, no. I was always so self-involved. And then one day, I, like, looked over and you were like upset and I was like oh my god like, what? <laughs> did she get hurt like what happened and then you're like no I just don't like rides I'm like oh really I've been such don't. a terrible person for years <laughs> <laughs> I do and yet I really don't yeah like you it's almost like you forget how much you don't like them until you're on them yeah it's like I love them but I do not want to ride them oh yeah that's weird yeah <laughs> what you said is just weird it doesn't make any sense um so a funny note another fun fact about 
uh, E.T. Adventure is that John, the John Williams came back to actually compose the score for the ride itself. Yes. Wow. Yes. Because it is a little bit of a mix on the original score. Um, so like the beginning quieter score when you're being yelled at by the cops and <laughs> the, the when you start flying. And then, yes, the like remix version of it by Baby E.T.'s. That was all no, he John Williams. He actually just only, he, he only composed involved. the first half of the ride. No. The it was actually quoted was... here saying that was his favorite song he's ever composed. No. <laughs> was the Baby E.T. Yes. remix. Yes. Is that, no, is I that can't, true? I, no. Yes, it's I'm true. Not. Steve has confirmed <laughs> it. Okay, that last part I made up. But it's true. He was totally involved. Um which was like a first at that point, like in 1990, for a, a movie composer, especially kind of of his reputation, to come back to compose music for a theme park ride. So kind of a big deal. Steven Spielberg probably has a lot of sway when it comes to that. So mm. that, that's kind of some bragging rights, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Universal at the time, which was great. And then another article that kept popping up when, as I was Googling E.T. Adventure, I'm not sure if you guys saw this as well, was in August of 2018, um, a college student from Miami drove up to Universal, Florida, and he rode E.T. over 56 times in one day. Wow. Oh, my God. Good for him. And when this, when interviewed about it, because, like, the staff was really excited and they were like high-fiving him and supporting him and someone called like the news or something and when the news came they were like why are you doing this to break a world record his response was like oh yeah no reason just really like this ride (laughs) i respect that's amazing i know and then i now i'm thinking about it was that you sure i will not disclose my outside of podcasting hobbies. Oh my gosh. Oh, but I just thought that was funny that I mean it got picked up by a couple like <laughs> Florida news stories. It was like in the top ten no, but search like, results for Do ET. you have oh that guy's gosh. name and contact information and do you think he's <laughs> sure, on yeah, Twitter? I will, I will send it to you. I will send it to you. Yeah. You guys sound like you have a lot to talk about. I just feel like he's the one. He would definitely take pictures with you in that store. I want to get proposed into that closet. Oh my god. In that in the closet or not on the bike? I think the bike would be kind Oh no, that closet cool. is where my heart is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now that we all know that. Oh boy. You know how like when Rose died, she went back to the Titanic even though she had like a full mm-hmm. life with children and stuff. Like when mm-hmm. I die, <laughs> it will be in that ET closet. You've already just... used this comparison for another theme park attraction. What was it? <laughs> <laughs> i don't remember i don't either oh it was the great movie ride i think no it wouldn't have been the great movie ride it would have been something remember. way earlier oh my god i just love like the th- i just the thought of like old cheryl like coming back with her 47 grandchildren great-grandchildren yeah. like yeah i remember back in the day i know i sound like et now yeah <laughs> Don't smoke, kids. You children will never bring me as much joy as that photo opportunity. (laughs) And then the attendant's like, ma'am, could you move out of the way, please, as they fly by in their seated stool that floats in the air. Yes, and my husband is like, who's still riding the ride, will be like, she's not lying. (laughs) (laughs) 
I hope his name is easily said too, because like how terrible if his name was like Bartholomew and it didn't register. Oh no, no, no. He, Recliner. <laughs> he had to just be like, just call me Bob. Bob. Uh, Bob. Oh my god! Let's be honest. That attraction's not going to be there. It sure will. I think it might be. I think Steven Spielberg, like, no, is no, once holding them hostage. Steven, once you're dead, they're, okay, they're, whoa, they're going to be removing that attraction. I doubt it. He's not. I mean, he's not like elderly. I think no, but got a little time. once Cheryl is that old, <laughs> Steven is long gone. Long gone. How old do you think Cheryl is? Because she you. is pushing eighty. Yeah. Forty-two. <laughs> I'll be forty-two next month. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not forty-two. Oh my god. You are eighty. Eighty-five. <laughs> How are we ending this shebang through the gift shop? That's um, right. Does anyone else have anything they want to say? I don't think anything, so. Any like any love they want to throw out there in the universe to the green planet? I've already confessed it all. Yeah, I mean, I love it so much. Welcome back. It's a must do at Universal. A must do. Definitely. Yeah, don't skip it. it. Do yourself a favor. Do not. Skip as much this. as I despise the party section for reasons, it is fun and it has cute moments and. If you've ever seen E.T., even if you have never seen E.T., it still is just a fun... You know of E.T. Yeah. Everybody knows of E.T. It's a pretty good ride. Um, But check the times, because sometimes it will close earlier than the park, and you don't want to miss out. But also, you know, your Harry Potters, your bigger ticket rides, those are definitely the ones to, like, race to. This one's just if you, like, find yourself at a lull and need some air conditioning. Yeah, for sure. And ride it multiple times, like... You could see different things every time. And mm-hmm. maybe change your name. Give them see a different how he name. pronounces yes. it. Ask them, like, what name do you recommend it's the most fun? Yes. Yeah. They're probably, yeah, they might have a little fun with that. Because they got nothing going on sitting on those stools. All right. Throw in a Cheryl for us. <laughs> oh, Cheryl. Give them our name. Well, maybe not my name. Give them Molly and Cheryl's name. Yes. I would love if someone could send us a video of Cheryl's name being said. Thank you. Yeah. Or if you have, like, the most random thing they gave you. Like, I'd love to know what other weird names they've thrown in there. I would love to see people's names because I always listen out for mine, but I'm not paying attention to the other ones. So if you do have a video of yours, please tag us in it because I would love to see Mm -hmm. that. That would be really fun. Yes, please. I'd love that, too. Cool. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. Yeah. We saved a green planet and we had a really rocking time. Well, Molly and I did. Yeah, we had a party. Ashby was Ashby came party to the party. I'm not there. a party pooper. I'm just, well, you know, you expressing like my feelings. <laughs> you hate being, Fast I'm and the Furious, real. also okay. a party. <laughs> Podcast is supposed to reflect many different ideas. There's probably yes, somebody out there that was listening that was going, yeah, that's how I feel, you Ashby. You nodding yeah. along. Uh-huh. Thank you for sharing yeah. uh-huh. your opinion. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Be sure to subscribe. Yeah, rate and review us. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And have a great day. Beep beep. Bye, Bye. everyone. Bye, Bye Ashby. Bye, Bye Bali. <laughs> Bye, Cheryl. <laughs> <laughs>